0: And now, here are your hosts, Katie Beth and Stan. Welcome to the Legacy Leaders Podcast. I am your guest host, Lori Varco. Today, my guest is legal expert, Emma Michaels. Emma, thank you so much for joining me. Let's talk a little bit about what you do. So why did you go to law school, Emma?
1: Hmm. What led you into the law? Well, you know, I don't know. You know, when you're younger and you kind of got that argumentative personality and everybody's like, you'd make a great lawyer. And um, I think, and I, and when I was raised in a family, you know, everybody kind of says, doctors, lawyers are the best profession. And and I couldn't <laughs> stand blood, uh, but I was great at, at arguing and debating. And so, um, and so I went into law school and I initially went in, I guess, you know, you watch the crime shows, you watch all these kind of social justice motivated shows about lawyers and really? that, led me into law. And then when I got into law, I realized that, you know, every aspect of your life is governed by some type of law. And so you don't necessarily have to go in with the, you know, the the TV way of going into things. Um, so I'm not a litigator. Okay. Not a litigation lawyer. No, but that's okay. yeah, that was the motivation. And then I found my way from there.
0: Yeah. And so
1: is state planning a specialty for you? Estate planning is a major focus for me, but I have to admit, I have a love and passion for real estate as well, which led me into estate planning, really, just because real estate is is a main component of estate planning or people's assets and portfolios. Mm -hmm. And so my focus um, is on estate planning, but I have such a major passion for real estate, both in my practice and outside my practice. I invest in real estate myself. And so I like both areas. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: How is it that you ended up at Aeon Law?
1: Tell me how Well, I am a founding partner of Aeon Law and so I run my practice for a number of years, a decade and you know, it's nice to work in, in you know with colleagues, right? It's nice to work with sure. colleagues and to have a team and everyone does a little bit of different things. And so we founded uh, Aeon Law about 2 years ago. Fantastic. So, Emma, who's your ideal client? Hmm. My ideal client. My ideal client is probably somebody who is, you know, typically my ideal client will be somebody kind of middle aged, building wealth and thinking about the future, not too old. Okay. Because I know that in estate planning, a lot of people tend to think that it's something that you do close to the end of life. And I would argue, no, it's what we do during wealth building times right? Um Absolutely. Actually, I would be even inclined to say as soon as you buy your first property or you start your business, you know, you should start your estate planning. Um, You should start your estate planning because estate planning is wealth planning. It's financial planning. And so I love that's my ideal client, somebody who's right there at the cusp or just kind of building their wealth and wanting to get organized and proactive on their future.
0: Emma, can you talk a little bit about what estate planning is?
1: Yeah. Well, I like to just, you know, estate planning is really planning for your future, because we are all going to die at some point. Okay. And so generally, it we think about it as planning for death. But as part of that plan, we tend to think of well, what if we don't die, but what if we're sick or we're incapacitated? And do we have enough money to sustain our lifestyle, sustain our responsibilities? And, um, and what are we going to leave behind? And is it going to be enough? And is it going to be managed in the way that we want it to be managed? And how can we maximize that? And so estate planning is both a function of financial and legal planning to make sure that you got kind of maybe have the financial resources that you need when you need it for you or your family and the legal tools and plan to facilitate those uh, resources in the way that is best for you. That's awesome,
0: Emma. I've (laughs) also heard it said that you kind of need a plan while there's the two of you. You need a plan for when there's just one of you. And what's going to happen when neither one of you are here? What happens for your family?
1: You said it right. That's the right way to put it, really. Nice. Nice. What
0: are your common, uh, what are the common
1: issues that you help with? Oh, there's a lot of different things. I mean, well, first is, I think people generally, there's uh, people just need to understand the tax implications at death. And so one common thing is understanding what taxes get triggered and how does that impact you and your family. Um, And so that's just kind of a general thing that we help with on a regular basis, understanding that and understanding, you know, what tools can we use to minimize that and kind of minimize conflict. I think another major thing is, you know, I like to say that as lawyers, what we do is we manage relationships between people and their money right? Because all of these legal tools and think plans that we do are really to kind of manage those relationships of what people are going to do with money and each other and how they're going to relate. And so often these days, we have very complex family structures, right? Things are changing. It's not just a nuclear, nor you know, traditional family. And we have people that are common law that are on, you know, second marriages, third marriages, they have blended families, people that have kids that aren't really their kids, but they treat as kids. And so understanding that and helping to manage the plan between people um, is a big thing that we do. And then also managing things like people with disabilities, right? Sometimes a lot of families have children with disabilities, you know, there is mental health and addiction issues. And so it's grappling with not only just, you know, what am I leaving behind in terms of money, but how am I leaving this behind in a way that is going to help my family not fight help everybody kind of get what is fair, you know, often in blended families, we want to kind of, you know, make sure our current spouse maybe has enough to live, but we want to everything else maybe to revert to the kids after. And so I just find that more commonly one is we're just kind of letting people understand what taxes, um, what taxes occur and what obligations occur at death and just managing these complex relationships. And everybody's different. Everybody, every family's different. Everybody's different. And so I would just kind of say that that's mainly what, what I focus on.
0: That's awesome. What are some of the misconceptions about estate planning?
1: The biggest misconception about estate planning is that, one, that you'd leave it till your older years. Okay, <laughs> that's number one. And people always, I you know, it's so common I need to bring my mom in. I think your mom needs to come in. For, you know, she needs to call, right? And, because it's, it's especially if you're interested in building wealth or if you're building wealth or you have built wealth, it's important to understand the, you know, the strategies behind the plan. And if you cannot grasp that, if you want to do advanced level estate planning, if you can't grasp that, your kind of opportunity is missed, right? There's a, there's a potential for a capacity issue there, right? right. Um, but the other thing is people just tend to think, that if you're married and you have kids that it's just naturally going to go to them and so there's just kind of a failure to understand what the processes are i always go back to taxes because taxes get triggered right so one misconception is that i could just leave things behind it doesn't trigger taxes so you know that's not true after you're leaving things to a spouse that's true after spouses not true bunch of taxes right. and uh people just kind of think oh like you know, maybe the, it'll just flow to the to the kids. And of course, it's not true. If we have minors, if we have people that are incapacitated, there's all types of, you know, government bodies or other people that can get involved. So it's not just so simple. And then I guess the third one is that the government comes and takes things. And the government Absolutely. doesn't come and take things. <laughs> I mean, they can, but it really takes a lot to get to that point, right? Sure. But
0: yeah. Absolutely. Have you come across... Any situations where you know their estate went wrong, Not yeah, because you know where they didn't have that plan, where they didn't visit with you soon enough. Yeah, can you, can you think of a couple situations? I can. I can. Care?
1: well, you know, and I hate to say it, but it's this usually the simple wills or the ones that are done online that aren't canvassing enough about the relationship issues or enough. There's just really a lot of questions that you have to ask to not leave gaps in an estate plan. Cause you might say, well, everything to this person. And if that person dies, then what? And so, you know, I have a, you know, one, for example, it was pretty sad. I mean, uh, we had a will that was done improperly. So then it was declared invalid. And then, Everything went to kids, and one of the kids had a severe drug problem, and there was nothing to do. Like the kid got his share, and unfortunately, the kid is no longer with us. Oh dear! And um, that's a tragic. That's a tragic outcome. I think that's the most tragic uh, outcome that I I've...
0: really hate to hear those stories. Yeah, but I know they're out there.
1: Am I? Yeah. Out
0: there? You know,
1: and just and other things. Are... The,
0: um, sorry. I was just going to ask you, can you tell us a story
1: where you know it's gone right? Yeah, yes, no. I mean, and you know what, those are the be- the, be- the, the things, the These are better. Stories, stories that go right, you don't hear about because it's so easy and happy, right? I mean, sure. when you have an estate plan, and the family comes, I mean, everybody's on board and you know, when mom passes or dad passes, it's easy. You don't see all the legal fees. You don't see all the taxes. But you don't hear about it because it's just so easy. And everybody's happy. And you see everybody getting along. And those are the best ones, right? The, the house is just easily passed along. It's private. And I don't know. I just kind of seeing families, you know, save tons of money and get along. It's a great feeling.
0: It's awesome. And all you really needed to do was have a plan.
1: Yeah, really.
0: Right? So easy. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. What's your biggest challenge, Emma? I guess my biggest challenge is really convincing everybody how important it is to start early. Really, it really, really is. And I can sit here and I, you know, try to educate people as much as possible. I think that's one drawback that lawyers, we're typically just so busy that we don't do enough to publicly educate the public on nobody knows, nobody really knows what happens after death and all the processes and the fees and the headaches and the conflicts. It's kind of our job to educate the public. So I guess my biggest challenge is it's usually just kind of convincing people, right? It's usually you know, like I, have, you see a client and you know, they're starting their business is doing well. And you kind of remind them like, Hey, this is a great time to start planning now, right? If you're going to have your business going and you've got properties and start now. And it's just letting, letting that sink in how important it is. And yeah, that is my biggest challenge, because I'll tell you feeding off the other comment. Another sad story is, You know, I like I I said, I do real estate as well. And and I like doing real estate and combined with estate planning because they go hand in hand. So at least when I see my clients for real estate, I'm reminding them that you need an estate plan to go with this asset. Right. And, you know, like I have clients that I've seen for years. And every time I say, you guys got to get your stuff together, please. And sadly enough, two months ago, the husband got into a motorcycle accident And is it a coma? He was actually just getting out of a coma two weeks ago, totally incapacitated. No, no plan, no plan, a mortgage that is coming due. And so, you know, that's my challenge getting convincing people that it's important now and not, it's not something that you do when you're 80 years old. Wow. Yeah. So what's the
0: best part of your job? Oh, the best
1: part of my job is the relationships. It's, you know, it's super satisfying to be able to, one, develop relationships with people. And like I said, we are we help people sort through emotions and money, right? Um, because good. there's so much of, well, you know, this, this kid needs this help, and, but this happened and that happened. And how would I do this in a fair way? And I don't want this to happen. And it's really nice to get to know your client, right? And it's kind of a long, I say, like, you know, you should be kind of updating things once in a while and at least have a relationship where you talk once in a while and so that building that relationship is great and then you know being able to really help sort through those feelings in in a way that ends up in a in a result like a plan that is strategic or makes sense so I don't know taking emotion and turning it into logic is very satisfying for me, and then seeing that people have a plan. I mean, I don't know. I sleep better at night every time I know that people, families are taken care of.
0: Mm, I get that. So, yeah. um, if uh, someone's watching this um, podcast and would like to get a hold of you, how might they do that?
1: Well, you can give my office a call, and our number is one eight six six on Law. So that's one eight six six. 2466 or email us info at ionlaw.ca and that's A-I-O-N law.ca uh, or check out our website ionlaw.ca and um, all easy ways to get in touch.
0: That's awesome Emma. Is there anything else you would like to share before we close?
1: You know I'll just leave by saying this that you know estate planning is a financial exercise. It's an emotional exercise Whenever anybody leaves us, it leaves a huge emotional impact and everybody, everybody deals with death differently. And so it's an act of love for the people that you leave behind to do your estate plan. It really, really is. And I would also say that, you know, families that talk about their future and talk about, you know, their values, they end up leaving longer lasting, more peaceful and bigger legacies. So, you know, if everybody can take that home and make it part of their family plan, then, you know, we'll be one step closer to having more happy families along the way.
0: What a great message, Emma. That's just fantastic.
1: Thank
0: you. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. This has been the Legacy Leader Podcast with your guest host, Lori Markle. My guest was Emma Michaels. For information on Emma and the work that she does, visit her website at www.aonlaw.ca. We'll also add this to the link in the show notes. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. You've been listening to the Legacy Leaders Podcast with Katie Beth Hand and Stan Miller. For more information on them and the show, please visit PinnacleLegacyLaw.com. If you like what you've learned today, do share the program with your friends and subscribe wherever podcasts are found.